Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Man, don't you mean hello? How long have you been waiting to say that joke? Have you been waiting like a week uh, to say that 17 joke? 17 seconds. <laughs> I, I know, was that enough, you know? Not, not enough phlegm. Based on what they say here and based on uh, your expert opinion. When have you ever heard me go? When you're in the in the middle of sleeping and you're snoring like That's crazy. That's rude. I do not. You were doing that literally last night. Which you is were doing it last night. Well, and this you morning you were asleep first, so I had to suffer through yours. All right, that's not my problem. Which, uh, allowed me to not fall asleep at a decent hour. We already went to bed late because I was whooping that ass at games last night. Full disclosure: that's... We came here to have a good time. It's been a couple weeks since I had to be nice to you, and now, you know, I don't have You have to be nice to me the rest of the year. Oh, that's only a few weeks. That's all right. All right, you have to be nice to me. On the show. No. no, On the show and in real life. Oh, I don't know which is worse. (laughs) It's Sunday, December 3rd. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, We're married, hence the banter. We have movies, hence the movie review podcast. I like that. I'm just going to do that from now on every week. It's not, that flowed that, well. That flows nicely. You're never going to remember to say it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no I'm never, because I, I never really listen to this. So, it's... What kind of a podcast are you? You don't re-listen to your shows. Oh, one that's just so tired of it all. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, Dude. As basically the only active show on Arcade Audio. <laughs> Ask me how many of our episodes I've listened to. Zero. Big fat zero. Yeah, how zero. many have we had? What episode number is this? Like... Four something? something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, approaching 500. We're on the back half of uh, the back half of, uh, of uh, 400s. So, yeah. It's the holiday season. Hope you and yours is um, enjoying Are. this far. Uh, we're recording this a week out because Samantha will actually be in uh, South Florida uh, for the second half of this week, along with Jillian, to celebrate Hanukkah. Hence, so this, this is an appropriate show that we're Hence why uh, our holiday episodes this year, we did one Hanukkah episode, which was our uh, selected Christmas, or selected holiday movie. We said we were going to do one bad Christmas or holiday movie and one good holiday slash Christmas movie every year. And this year, uh, the random gods did not see that. Disappoint. Did not see that through because next week's episode will be uh, what I'm assuming is another schmaltzy one, uh, like today is. is. Um, what do you mean? But before we get there, we did have a new movie viewing. Hopefully, by next week's episode, I will have four movies to talk about. Better you than me, kid. Because I'm going to be going while you're out of town. I'm going to be going to see two movies, hopefully, in theaters. 
and there are two movies on Netflix that I'm desperately trying to see. I was going to try to see one of them this week, but what I've been watching, I've besides World Series of Poker uh, clips from 20 years ago, um, I've been, uh, I binged in literally about 24 hours uh, Squid Game The Challenge on Netflix. I'm not proud of it. Uh, but you're kind of proud of it. I am kind of proud of it at the end of it because I really do think they kind of nailed it. Really? I, I, I think they did a great job. A, a, it's a really mixed response and reviews online from what I read. Um, and, of course, there's a lot of controversy about, you know, the conditions of the show. And, sure. you know, there's some legal things going on. But if you watch Squid Game and enjoyed it, which I did, and you watch this, I mean, it's not easy to put a reality show together to 456 people. That's true. I've said it at least to you and to maybe not on this podcast but on other podcasts that I haven't been a big fan of and Rich is the one that coined this term the great bit great British bake off of vacation of reality shows. Like we watch Survivor, we watch Amazing Race, we used to watch America's Got Talent, even a lot of the cooking shows are all like, oh hunky dory and like there's no villains and you know you don't see the bad side of people and yeah. oh you know it's the honor and like that's not reality number one. <laughs> and it's also not the reality television that I grew up with and enjoyed. That I grew up with and, and Yeah, enjoyed. and that I think is compelling. And this is not that. It still it still dips its toe into it, particularly later on as you get down to like 15, 20 people and just they've been having this shared experience, but there's still four point five six million dollars in line and there's still gameplay at hand and there's still villains and there's still you know, the bad side of people in society that rear its ugly head. Sure. So from that regard, I think it's great. And of course, from the production aspect of it, like how they actually replicated the games in an engaging way to watch and weave the storytelling, I think they did an absolutely incredible job. The finale is sometime this week uh, with the final three people. Um, and I'll be watching that as soon as it comes out. But uh, that's not what I was referring to. The, um, the movie we watched was just a few hours ago. We have a big list of things we're trying to knock out around the holidays. We're watching a lot of holiday stuff. But we wanted to make sure we didn't wait any longer to watch, with Jillian, Good Burger 2 on Paramount+. Plus. We watched uh, the original Good Burger... Yesterday? Yesterday. That was yesterday. I thought it was Friday for some reason. Uh, We watched that yesterday, and we watched the new one today with her. And, uh... What'd you think? It was fine. I... So I, I read some. I read a comment uh, in the the Reddit discussion about it that I, I appreciated. It made me skew my review a little bit more positively than it would have been if I hadn't seen that. Which was the difference between this and a lot of the twenty, thirty, forty year legacy sequels that just seem like cash grabs. And seem really odd, and I think A Christmas Story Christmas kind of fits into this as well, is that you can tell in this project that it was made with a lot of love. Yeah. And it was made for the right intentions, which was, we just want to get the gang back together and have fun. The original is not anything to praise. I mean, we watched the original with Julian, we were all busting out laughing, like... The original was legitimately funny, and it's it's absurd in its own way. Right. This but this took it to another level that I think was bizarre. I mean, it, that's always how you know that all that Nickelodeon Keenan and Kel sketch style comedy 
is. Like, it takes it to the nth degree, for sure. Yeah. I. It's but nowhere near as funny, and no, it's nowhere near as, like, organic and... I think that's a great way to describe Laugh out loud it. funny. Yeah. I mean, it really is no real difference from the first movie. It's very formulaic. <laughs> it has it the is, same formula. It is, like, paid by numbers, the yes, first movie. Yes. And it is, I mean, it is obvious that, you know, I mean, despite the fact that I think Keenan Girl, for being, you know, in their mid-40s, they look great. I agree, yeah. Uh, they just don't have that kind of... It's not the same. Style. It's just not the same. It's There's, just not the same. It also had that modern sequel factor of, oh, it's just a bunch of celebrities and... And Easter eggs and things. There are a couple of those that I appreciated, but it it was totally fine. I would again. It's kind of just like uh, what's another one that I said I was like, oh, enough. Now they will have to watch that again. Um, of, of that same like era and mode. It's just like, man, that was, that was good. But you know what? Oh, well, it's like Hocus Pocus too. I think it was better than Hocus Pocus too. Um, but it's the same thing. It's just like there. There's no real need for this, but I'm glad that it seems like everyone at least enjoyed themselves. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I was, it, was, it, was, it was a nice experience to sit with my kid and uh, like watch a new Good Burger anything. Yeah. We're giving her for Christmas um, a big box of books from our childhood. So like, there's classics in there like Matilda and Encyclopedia Brown and Wayside Schools. But I also specifically went out and got um, books from, like, IP that I read as a kid. Yeah. So there's some Clue books in there, which are very much in the Encyclopedia Brown, like, mystery style. Um, but I also got some of the Keenan and Kel and Good Burger books, yes. including the, the Good Burger book sequel that they wrote that they never actually produced. So, like, I'm excited to give her those and Absolutely. read those with her and, and do do that. So to watch the movie was, you know, the cherry on top. Yeah, a nice the, little... The bun nice on top bow. of the burger, if you will. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> Uh, have you watched anything or done anything? No. I just check it. You never know. Uh, Want to get into it? Because we got, I got a lot to talk about. We might be talking about this for the next fucking eight nights of Hanukkah. You're so funny. This is, this is going to be one of those we almost, I was going to say we almost have to go from beginning to end, but I don't I don't think we do. Because really, we'll get into it. Um, uh. Why? Who are you fucking texting? We're in the fucking middle of a podcast, buddy. None of your business. None of, your business. Always, none of my business. That is not the correct answer. Texting Steve Real is who I'm texting. Okay. Shout out to Steve Real if he hears this. He, he got me in not, trouble with my wife. He's not going to hear this. He actually was talking about how he saw we did Demolition Man and was just like, oh, I need to listen to that. So he made me listen to it. Um, Love Lights Hanukkah. It is a Hallmark Channel movie that I bought for you for Christmas either last year or the year before. Allegedly. Because I believe, <laughs> that's one, I believe it is probably the only Hallmark Hanukkah movie that has been made. No, that's not true. There's been like three. That's the only one that I've seen available for, uh, for purchase in store. Probably true. Love Lights Hanukkah. This is part of Countdown to Christmas. That's so ridiculous. You can't have it be part of your Countdown to Christmas. This is part of whatever it is. As Christina prepares her restaurant for Christmas, a DNA test reveals that she's Jewish. The discovery leads her to a new family and a new unlikely romance over eight crazy nights. Very that good. Is, that is it. Very good. Yeah, yeah, that, that is it. You could have just put that sentence together and not done this movie. So I cannot remember... Details about the movie? No, 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 no I got plenty of those, note-wise. I cannot remember... Immediately, 
of some of the other like uh, like hallmarky G-rated holiday movies that we watched. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is a very merry toy store. Did we watch anything in the past couple of years beyond that? Did we watch something last year? I don't know why I'm blanking. Let me see. Oh, I, I know what I can... I, I have my award stuff, and those should be in there. But I think this is the first pure Hallmark one that we watched. Yeah, so we watched in 2022... We watched Ace and the Christmas Miracle. We watched Ace and the Christmas Miracle. <laughs> that definitely doesn't count. And then in 2021, I think we watched A Very Merry Toy Store. Or maybe that was 2020? In 2021, we watched... And we watched Love Actually. Love Actually. So yeah, I, I think we were doing multiple. And then so 2020, we did A Very Merry Toy Store, which was really kicked us off. We have a lot more of these. So this is the first, yeah. like, true yeah, Hallmark in branded... In 2021, we did The Santa Claus. Right. Hallmark branded movie. Like, this aired on the channel... This was produced through and by them. And I've never seen any of these. We know of family members and other people. Why'd you say it like that? My mother. Uh, and I'm sure there's others. That, you know, it's, it's a thing, right? Like, we've seen it out in Hallmark stores. Even oh, beyond man. that, on they social media. Hallmark, Hallmark Monopoly. They have the, this is my Hallmark sweater. Yeah, like, it, it is something that people go gaga for. To the point now where, like, they make... One of these for every day of December. Uh, so I've never really experienced them at all. And after having experienced this one, I never want to experience them again. Oh, no. We... we no, 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 no. How I, many do we own that you bought, like, seven of them? We probably have, like, almost a dozen. I don't think they're all blatantly Hallmark. Like, Deck the Heart is not Hallmark. That's just whatever other yeah, company. but you know what? We're probably going to watch it, and then we're probably going to wish that it was Hallmark. Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's, so, like, how this shit goes. So this is what I'll say about, like, the Hallmark movies. I said it in the middle of it, and I'll say it now. The This movie, and I'm sure the entire brand, has less steaks than a vegetarian buffet. It It's hard to knock it. When it's not necessarily doing anything wrong. But it's not doing anything right. It's not doing anything. It's not doing anything. <laughs> it's not doing anything to step on any little warrior toe. No, why this, would it? No, no, no. Because that's not how life is. This is a placebo. Is all that this is. This exists for people to put on and think that they feel better about themselves after watching the movie. Are you talking about people in general or your mother? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Fifth. Because this movie was 85 of the longest minutes. Oh, man. We kept pausing of, it to see how my long. No, I didn't pause it because I just hit the triangle on my PlayStation controller so I could keep going and I get the ticker going. And at one point... So I'm going to give you the very, very quick Cliff Notes version of it. As the box says, Christina, who was adopted, recently lost her adopted mother, 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 and found through a, like a DNA site that she had a close, uh, like blood close relative re nearby, blood relative. finds that she's Jewish and starts to, um, and finds this whole other side of the family and then finds love through it. And we'll get into more details in, in a minute. But like all of those reveals... Like a normal 85-minute movie. Each one was a swerve. Though. You're right. 
like each you one didn't of those, know of course, it was an 85-minute movie. You would say, like, you find out who her mom is maybe an hour in, so then, like... Swerve. You know, you find out, like, ten minutes in. Swerve. So, like, at an hour, I'm like, I don't see what else... At an hour, they're just like, oh, I gotta get presents. It's like, we don't need to see that <laughs> for 20 minutes. Like, what presents in the... Swerve. She, she needs presents. <laughs> how many swerves did you have? Just tell me. Man, how many do you think I had? <laughs> I how many swerves 888. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's ridiculous, Chris. That's just ridiculous. A couple hundred. Why are you taking, why are you making fun of the swerves? They're a legitimate did, piece of this for the next for, the ne- for this in the next three weeks. No, I'm going to keep it going. No, you're not, Samantha. You're not. We yeah. already discussed this, and this is already, I, you've aged so much this year <laughs> from so doing this. so more gray hair. Yeah, and you didn't have them until this. You're right. What, what's the number? 134. That's, that seems low. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, and I don't mean it by in actuality, but like, I hear your swerves, and sometimes your swerves are like, oh, she's wearing red. (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) dreidels. My first note was, the opening montage of just Jewish things is an immediate, like, oh boy. (laughs) They just asked somebody in the office who had gold in their last name to be like, Hey, uh, can you just like uh, bring some stuff in? Getty image Jewish for us <laughs> and like start the movie. Um, yeah, you didn't like this, right? <laughs> so, what, do you, what do you think? So, we had a conversation right before we started this podcast about mm-hmm. my favorite Muppets, right? And you had to deduce who my favorite Muppet was because we've been together 17 years and you don't know who my favorite Muppet is for whatever reason. And you're like four of them. Yeah, but still, you asked me. Who my favorites were, and you knew who they were. So, what do you think my thoughts on this movie were? I, I know you didn't like them as well, but I think what I meant when I asked that was more so as the Jewish person on the podcast, how did you feel about the representation mm-hmm. and the movie? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be fair, there aren't that many Hanukkah films out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did it feel sure. to watch sure. this? Yeah, I got it. Uh, you can't tell that you're Jewish from a DNA test. <laughs> that's that's overall it, how I you can't, it. Chris. <laughs> I don't know. Chris, so DNA, allegedly, I don't know. It's too. <laughs> a DNA test tells you like where you're from. So you can assume... Yeah, they're from, they're from Jewish. <laughs> yeah, you can assume, like, if your family... If it said, like, you were, like, from Israel, mm-hmm. not everyone in Israel is Jewish, right? A large majority are. Yeah. Sure. But it's just, like, you know, what the fuck was Something was coming off the box. It's fine. Um, the box is deteriorating. <laughs> um, so, but it's not... It's not, like, a... Ethnic... It's not an ethnicity. Yeah, it's a, it's a religion. It's, it's a, a religion, right? So, so that's that's what I think. One, that's number one. Sure, um, sure. That's a that's a fair point, and I probably mean, could take care of whatever else you're gonna say. So, so that's <laughs> but that's but once that. I got into uh-huh. you know some of the uh, I almost said rituals. I don't know if that's the right. That's word. not <laughs> the right word. Some of the uh, <laughs> some of the uh, bullshit. No shit. Oh, fuck <laughs> you, man. As I look at our Christmas tree and the light. I don't even know where our menorah is. It's, like, no, it's, it's, it's another, another room because that's where we do Hanukkah. Good. 
Yeah, it's the Hanukkah room. Keep it over there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, it was bad, right? Like this is this is a this is a. I I I feel awful saying it's bad because it looks, the Jews are not bad. Like the Jewish. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. It had nothing to do like the content in terms of what's being promoted yeah, so and displayed. You... It's just. It's just so <laughs> like I I need a movie that has not conflict, but a movie that has an umph to it that has like rising action and yeah, the rising action. And... It was getting closer and closer to Hanukkah. <laughs> oh no! It's, oh no! It's still ended on Christmas Eve, by the way. <laughs> And this was obviously not a year that they overlapped. Well, when did so? When did I, I? I've I've already tried to block the movie out of my memory over the past couple of nights. In this movie, when did Hanukkah end? It was a couple of nights before, it was right? A couple of nights before. Or yeah, I don't remember. Um, so there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Did, was there any particular scene that you did like? Anything you did like about the movie? I liked that we had just watched, we also during this time, I think we've talked about this on, on previous episodes, during this time of year we want to watch a lot of like holiday movies with Jillian, mm-hmm. um, and we also want to watch some of our special ho- uh, favorite holiday TV shows. Um, and so yeah. we, you know, we watched like the Ted Lasso Christmas yep. special, and we also watched The Bear. The night before the we night watched before this. The night before we watched this. And that episode is all about the Feast of the Seven Fishes. We watched we watched Fishes. Yeah. You know how fucking upsetting it is to watch in a 24-hour span Fishes and Forks, maybe the two best back-to-back episodes of television ever produced, and then the next night watch this? Absolutely. <laughs> I, so, I, I wrote down, I was like, you can't do the Feast of the Seven Fishes after watching The Bear last yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, there was that. Because that has, like, some of the most nuanced and incredible acting and storytelling ever. And this is and just... And this has... This movie had scenarios and performances that resembled one of those bad employee training videos <laughs> that you're forced to watch Absolutely. starting a job. Like, Absolutely. there's no... Anytime that somebody is emoting or is potentially having to act... It just feels so forced and over the top probably isn't the wrong, is probably not the right phrase for it, but it feels like, why, why, why? And the only we... emotions that they could do are like normal or crying. Sure. It's like or, very two dimensional. And if they are like laughing or happy, it just feels like there's a gun pointed at them yeah, from yeah. off camera. And it's like, if you don't f- fucking yeah. see Mary or happy, you know. But also, your mom is dead, so tell stories and get those tears in your eyes, lady. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really anything that I was over the moon about. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... I I really wasn't a fan overall. Uh, Oh, no, I was a fan. I'm so sorry. My favorite part of this movie is that it took place in Ohio. God damn it. So that's my favorite part of the movie. Like ten minutes in the movie, nothing's happening, and she, yeah, we're just seeing a lot of white shots. This bitch goes into a store and buys three wreaths, and it's like, what do you need three wreaths for? And she doesn't pay for them. 
Yeah, she didn't pay for I'm them. I'm guessing she paid for them in advance and was just picking them up. I'm already sweating. But how? How? Because she didn't know she was going to take three of them. Or four of them, or however many she she took. I don't know. The whole time I was waiting for some for her to tell any Jew she walks by to be like, yeah, but you killed Christ. Uh, Chris! <laughs> kidding. Allegedly. Allegedly. Three. I'm just waiting for like the other shoe to drop and be like, oh, because honestly, honestly, and I mean, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, a much more interesting movie, right? If she's like, oh, yes. but like didn't, and then like, it's like them figuring out the differences with one another. And at the end, it can be small to be like, oh, I understand now. And that's not what happened. They're like, oh, we're glad you know. Like, that is so much more interesting than like, here's a gift. Oh, now your turn. Here's and some lockers. Here's lock. Oh, the lockers. Make a locker. Yeah, you just shred some potato. Oh, you I was talking about that. Oh. I was talking the the, the scene oh. where they just make lockers is fine, but the brother guacamole, the, the lockamole, what was it called? The scene where the brother is doing like eight days of lockers and he's like talking about like his chocolate lock. He had a chocolate chocolate. Was it what was your favorite ice cream that they discontinued? The choco taco. Oh, the choco taco? <laughs> a chocolate coming soon to your frozen freezer section every conica. Um but she gets like the results to like the, not the DNA test, but she gets uh, a ping on whatever ancestry thing she's got. She goes, "Oh, they're they're just ten minutes down the road in Shaker Heights." And I went, "Oh no!" Because Shaker Heights is a white ass part of Ohio. I mean, no, there's some black people there. I didn't see a single black person this entire movie. Well, no, not in here, but in, in Little Fires <laughs> Everywhere, the show that I watched. Oh, that was also in Shaker Heights. Yeah, it's oh, okay. in Shaker Heights. So they, so they are actually, so, so she is in Cleveland, which is right outside of Shaker Heights. Um, yeah, 10 minutes away. The only thing, I, I've been to Shaker Heights before, of course, when I was a child for going to the malls or something else to fucking do. Uh, but the only thing I remember in Ohio Shaker Heights or in Shaker Heights? In, in, the, in the early 90s, there was a heel tag team in the WWF uh, called the Beverly Brothers. And they were, their gimmick was that they were like, like preppy rich boys. And they were built from Shaker Heights, Ohio. Yeah. And it's like, oh, of course they were. Uh, that, that is on Shaker Heights' um, Wikipedia page. Famous people from Shaker Heights. The Beverly Brothers, really? The Beverly <laughs> Brothers are on there. Who else is on there? <laughs> did, you, did you write that down? I didn't write it down, but I can I, I didn't look you. it up. I, 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 I can tell care. you. Yeah, you look it up while I keep talking. Um, um, so the fact that this had to be in Ohio was just an extra added layer of pain this entire time was not something fun because I was like oh just please don't ruin anything in Ohio for me and it didn't why why, the, why would you care if it ruins you don't like Ohio uh I do uh have the the scene in the movie I liked the best and that was when uh the scene where in the middle of the movie we didn't have our a monitor for our daughter. Oh my god! And all of a sudden, we hear our seven-year-old upstairs screaming bloody murder, and we rush up to find out what's going on. And it just turns out that she hadn't gone to sleep and was upset she lost Evie in her Pokemon game that day. So no, it to, wasn't even that day. Oh, it was like like, like a couple a days. A week prior. ago. And a week ago. It it was a quick ten-minute uh, sabbatical from what we were going through. Sure. My daughter was in agony, but <laughs> I wasn't watching Love Lightonica anymore and watching Ben Savage trying to say goodbye in multiple languages and sounding awkward as hell. Did he get like, kicked in the throat? He didn't sound anything. Granted, 
I haven't heard him talk in like 20 years, but he just didn't sound normal. Like, he just didn't sound like himself, right? Oh, yeah, no. At all? Absolutely not. And he somehow also made a dreidel sound like the lamest thing in the world when he was, just, like, explaining and describing what it was. Um, do you have any Shaker Heights things for me? Oh, uh... Yeah, so, uh, Shaker Heights is the hometown of How I Met Your Mother protagonist, Ted Mosby. Mosby. So, we all, so, so far we have nothing but fictional mm-hmm. characters. Ward Cleaver from Leave It to yep, Beaver. Still, still, still fictional and characters. And the World Wrestling Federation's Beverly Brothers. And it's a principal setting for Little Fires Everywhere. But there's no actual people from Shaker Heights? Uh, no. Great, perfect. Keep, keep doing what you do in Shaker Heights. Um... I mean, I, there's a whole another article, but I don't know. Any no, 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 no. We don't need to go through that. Uh, so, the only bit of conflict in this movie comes from, like, when she goes to meet her, you know, she finds that she has, uh, it's, she doesn't know at the time, a sister and a brother, but she knows, it says that they're just, oh, really close relatives. Well, they have the same mom. And that she goes to their house and finds this out. Also there is Ben Savage's character, who's a, a restaurant reviewer. And the only bit of, like, kerfluffle we have is that he gave their restaurant, her restaurant, her Italian restaurant that she runs in town. That used to be her mom's, who just passed away. A bad, not even a bad review. He said the lasagna was predictable. He I could, think there's nothing, I mean, there's not anything wrong with that. What can you do with a lasagna to be like, Whoa! Like, what, they fucking came in it and there's like a jack-in-the-box? Like, what the fuck? don't be so vulgar. Tell me that wouldn't be a surprise in your lasagna. I mean, it would. For sure, I'd send it back. (laughs) But I would have been surprised. Um, excuse me, waiter. Uh, (laughs) That, like, that is, of course, that's, I mean, it's the same thing with a Very Merry Toy Store. Like, the, the feud there was that they the, the guy opened a toy store like down the way, and of course they you know they they get, make butt good heads. and you know and then they butt butts and you know it's it's that's fine. gross they, uh, they didn't do any butt the other thing with this movie that was agonizing was I swore in eighty four eighty five minutes like they waited until the last like six or seven minutes to actually fucking like kiss or consummate anything well for this hallmark kissing is consummating um, and I was like almost positive. That that was not going to happen. Because he goes to, like, leave. The story is he's going to go travel in Europe. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, write. And she's got to stay there. And even, like, the conversations they're having about this. It's like, man, it's it's just so lame. It's lame. It forces the drama for another ten goddamn minutes. And by the way, all this is taking place over the span of what we assume to be less than two to three weeks. Because obviously we see Hanukkah from beginning end into Christmas Eve, and her rest the reason she can do all these things while being a fucking restaurant owner is a pipe burst in her restaurant Mm -hmm. and they had to close for a couple weeks. For repairs, repairs before her big Christmas yeah, Eve dinner, partner, which is not which is not for customers. It's just for her family and one pair of customers 
that probably had some mafia stuff on her mother. Yeah, and, and which is not true. I'm and the um, her best friend who also works at the restaurant with her was putting the moves on the contractor. Nothing happened with that. Nothing happened with that. Nope. But they kept dropping scenes, sure. and I was like, two okay. attractive people who seem sure. more interesting than anybody else in the movie had so much more chemistry than anyone else. Oh, you mean the two leads who like every time they spoke so to one another, which is awkward as hell. No, and you that's know not who, even because of Ben Savage's voice. But the voice. brother and sister also have more chemistry than Ben Savage and what's her name? <laughs> Dakota. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Becky. Becky. No, the, the sister's name Becky. The brother, no, I have no. no idea. The sister and brother have more chemistry than the two main yeah. characters. It's like, so you only see uh, the, the new sister's husband, like, in very quick passing. And he is very Jewish. Was he? He was very Jewy. He had I, the glasses. He had I, the. Oh, I just saw he's just the guy that had glasses. I just I don't see Jew. Oh yeah. Um, oh oh oh. I, I, I just, Is that a way? But see, but you can't say that. You can't say I don't see Jew. It's not the same. It doesn't have the same impact as I don't see color, which again goes to the whole DNA. What thing. I meant was, if that guy came and mugged me on the street and they get a police lineup right now, I would not be able to point that guy out of a lineup. But. Because also I'm thinking about their shitty little kids. Uh, oh man, those kids were so fucking bad. Like at one point, like the sister, like 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 the sister and brother, like pop and lock us into each other's mouths, and I'm like, yeah. you don't do that with your brother and sister. That's just weird. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do. I no, you don't. You, you don't. You don't do that. But I'm glad you pointed it out because they really, really were very creepy and, and awkward and bad. But um. The other thing that was distracting uh, about Ben Savage's and Mia Kirshner, who plays Christina's relationship, uh, was something we realized at the exact same time as the movie reached its end, which was that she had the most uneven eyebrows. Oh, man. <laughs> she looked like a five-year-old got a hold of a woolly willy. <laughs> and, That's hilarious. And then got called to dinner. And just left it. And just left it. And I honestly don't know if it was happening the entire movie or not. I, I don't know. Well, I'm looking at the box now, and I can't really tell. But I don't know if it was just me. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> so I noticed it, and also, as, the, as I mentioned earlier, anytime I watch anything, I try to look up the internet discourse around it just to make sure I'm not totally off base. I don't want to get on this podcast and sound any more like an idiot than I already do. Too late. So when I looked this up on like the Hallmark Channel subreddit, there were a bunch of comments at the bottom that weren't rated highly. They were just like, which were obviously from people that aren't normally on the Hallmark subreddit. They're just like, what the fuck's up with her eyebrows? And I'm like, okay, thank God. I'm glad it's not just me then. <laughs> Our TV wasn't crooked. It was yeah. her eyebrows. <laughs> um, but that's what got me through the end of the movie. Honestly. Because I was just staring at those and not the, I, you know, they haven't, they haven't been on a, an official date, really. They just keep going to things to one another, like a lighting ceremony and all these fucking dinners. And then finally, she's like, I can't... They always have, like, little snippets of... Conflict. Like, stupid, out-of-nowhere conflict, where she's just like, well, I just can't handle this. And he's like, oh, all right, well, I guess, you know... It's too much for me. Yeah, because my dad... I, I just... I. I lost the mom well, and I gained a mom. Well, no, but but also there was one line that kind of spoke to it at the very, very beginning. And I don't know if you got this, 
She had just gotten out of a four-year engagement. I didn't even know there was that another man in the picture until over, near the end of the movie. Ended over the phone. They didn't do a good job of making that clear. They really didn't. And then she took a DNA test. See, like, that was kind of like... It would have been great had that guy, like, Dean, give me counsel. Like, he pops up, he's like, Christina, I heard about your mom, and I'm so sorry, you know? So, and that guy, that guy can still be a good guy, and then he meets somebody fucking else. I mean, he meets the, the reef seller, and, like, they're fine. Like, if you want to make it hunky-dory, it's okay. The yeah. same thing happens with Giorgio. Giorgio, who, man, fucking Giorgio. So, Giorgio Fermani. I really... <laughs> I really, really wanted him to be the most raging stereotype ever. <laughs> he kind of was. And he was. still kind of was, he but I mean, like, was. he answers the phone with a chef hat on and a I twirly mean, mustache, and he's just covered in sauce. Look, they, but he still they sounded shut, like. They shut down that animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese years ago, buddy. You uh, gotta get over Giuseppe it. Giuseppe Tortellini, or whatever his name was. Um, <laughs> uh, Giuseppe Tortellini. But even that, so, like, when she goes and meets her sister and her brother and when ends up being her mother at their house for the first time and is telling, like, her story, immediately Mary Lou Henner, who plays the mom, like, understands it and right then and there just tells them the story of what happened. That, you know, when she was younger, she got in a relationship, he said, she studied abroad, she met a guy, they got married, it fell apart quickly, and, you know. But can I ask you a question? Sure. What's the age difference between these, these the, the siblings here, then? I want to. Can I put a pin in that? Because yeah. I do want to talk about yeah, ages yeah, yeah, in a minute. Yeah. Um, so she makes it seem like things didn't like end great, right? Like, yeah. not necessarily like messy. It wasn't like slapping her with baguettes or anything. But no, that's France, not Italy. Oh, uh, uh, Italian baguettes. Um, <laughs> but. but uh, you know, like you don't, <laughs> you don't like have like a wild fling, get married, and then come back and like things are you know peachy keen. So like later in the movie, when she's like trying to come up with a gift for I her new daughter, <laughs> she she like gets uh, Giorgio's number tracked down. She calls him on the phone, and like they just slide right back into you know. Like, oh, I've missed you, and, you know, like, oh, I'm glad how, to hear. How is it? How did you? Oh, I've missed you. No, no. Jilly, where's your juice? Where's your Italian juice? Where's your Italian juice? Just zippy. But, because, uh, of course, also, the new mom's character and the, the new brother and sister, their dad slash husband had also just died, and they're coping with that, too. Yes, and they also own a restaurant, although it's yeah, a deli. It's a deli. Go, go figure. Yeah. The Jews own the deli. They, they live in fucking Ohio, by the way. They live in Cleveland, and they root for the fucking Cubs. I don't know if they just didn't want to get into the whole Guardians-Indians thing, because when they filmed and made this, but that's fucking blasphemous, and I hope all these people die in a plane crash. <laughs> Christopher, although they did not support any any Ohio sports teams until the end when Ooh. suddenly they were Cavaliers fans. Yeah, they got Cavs to go. I have to get back to the gifts, too. Sorry, I got like four different branches on this thing going on. I'm about to burst in the fucking sweaty tears, tears myself. Sweaty tears, Barry Wyndham. Uh, what I was getting for Giorgio. But yeah, uh, so again, another potential source of like, Conflict. Anything interesting, Any conflict. conflict. And no, they just mm -hmm. catch up and, oh, I, I'm so uh, so excited and blah, 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 blah. And uh, what a miracle. And it's like, oh, yeah, my fucking God. Big old fucking jerking hand motion. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not real life. I would have been like, click. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> what, do you want money? 
to a bad. I'm over here in Naples or whatever. Um, all right, so, so the age thing. So I just got so bored in the middle of this movie that I was like, I just need to know as much as I can about the people who I don't know in this movie. Namely, the lead actress. Because she just, like, looked familiar to me. Sure. Because it's not... These movies always have, like, the Militia Joan Hart's, the Lacey Chabert's, the uh, Candace Cameron Burray's, like, whatever. And I didn't recognize her. And she's not a bad-looking, you know, woman, I think. Sure, sure. Uh, how old do you... Did you Do you know how old she is? Oh, no, I didn't pay attention to How that. old do you think she 76. is? 76. <laughs> no. Oh. You overshot it. Overshot it? It's yeah. over? I'm over? You're over Okay. Uh, 42. Higher. 71. (laughs) You're bad at this. She's 48. Okay. I think she looks great for 48. What do you think people look like when they're in their 40s, Chris? Can I ask you? Steve Real. (laughs) Just in case he is listening from here on in. Um, no, I, I, I mean, honestly, I, here's the, here's the main problem with it, I think. In my mind, and in my eyes, Ben Savage is permanently 20 years old. You know what I mean? So, like, I have no He's frame of reference. He's 20 years old. I know that, but. He absolutely does not even. My entire life, act. any Savage has either been, has always been cherubic in terms of, like, their facial and, like, their, their, their roles. What, have we, what else have you seen Ben Savage since Boy Meets World? Nothing. We didn't watch Girl Meets World. So I didn't get used to him being a dad or, or being older. So I'm having this. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's like in college, right? I, I should have known from the voice because it sounds like his balls have been dropped for 40 years. <laughs> so for her to be 48, I was like, oh, okay. And then it made everything around it weird. Uh, I'm literally, I literally have beads of sweat. Do you need to turn the fan on? Please, could you? <laughs> gotta get the remote. Um, oh no, you gotta flip the switch. Oh, do we? Yeah. Can you do it, please, so I continue my thought? Come you really, you thought. legitimately need the fan? Yeah, I could, I could use the fan. <laughs> I'm yeah, warm again. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, so, she's 48. She, uh, like, had a career. She was one of the leads in Not Another Teen Movie. She's nominated for an MTV Best Kiss Award for crying out loud. Oh, that's a career? That's your standard? If if you were to go up to her right now and say, hey, if you could just be permanently in one of these two things, what would you rather be? In your Not Another Teen Movie phase or in your Love Lights Hanukkah phase? I know which one she's going to pick. Uh, she also was uh, with... Uh, like acclaimed playwright and actor Sam Shepard for a couple years. He's much older than her, uh, which was I found very odd weirdness had to, to point out. But yeah, the ages and like the time frame of it all doesn't really pan out or well, work at all. But I meant really for the characters, like the age difference, because if the mom was real young and got married and divorced and had a baby and a put it up for adoption. Oh, and then a few years later met the dad mm-hmm. to have the other children. Like, what's the age difference? Like, it doesn't they, look like a lot. It doesn't look like a lot, but it's from the storytelling seems like a lot. Storytelling. How dare you say that? Um, I mean, that's... Because I, I have never been so mad that I write screenplays and scripts in my life, and they don't get made, and this is a thing but there's like multiples of these. Because you don't, you don't have, you don't have that, uh, you don't have that. Uh, I'm not catering. Hallmark, 
Hallmark money. I'm not catering to the damaged lowest demographic of people well, that don't have should. the mental maturity or intelligence to realize that this isn't actually a thing. And yes, once again, I am not veiling this in any way whatsoever. Okay. I mean, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I don't. I. I mean, I. I'm, I don't want to be the. I don't want to fight with you on this because you're you're not wrong. At, w- at one point, literally, I, I'm just gonna read you verbatim my notes because at one point I just turned into Jack Torrance. I think so. This bitch wanted to find a family, then gets told a reasonable story and can't take it and makes the worst faces about it because that's what happens when she finds out in the in like. Mary Lou Henner tells her the story. Sure, yeah. She makes his face, which that's where I should have noticed the eyebrows. I think that's when they were straight for the first time. And like, just she has to leave. Like, she can't handle it. Um, these movies make my mother's familial thoughts and my biological father's story very clear and why she liked them for so long. And also, why did this happen 15 minutes in the movie without any buildup or drama whatsoever? And then... Uh, uh, for no reason, I just wrote, Samantha might be a bad Jew. Uh, Why? <laughs> because there were things in the movie you didn't recognize or know. Like what? I don't remember. I don't know, woman. Do I do think you do? Or if you, if you don't know about anything, I do. I don't know. But what? Did you ask me about them and I said I don't know? Or no. what happened? I just, just a general feeling maybe I felt what? instead. Well, that's inaccurate. <laughs> I knew. Allegedly. That's. What, six? That's four. It's only four. Um, I'm not a bad Jew, but I... Look, being Jewish is not my ethnicity. Very true. Right? It's my religion. It also... And I'm also a social Jew. So so Judaism is a religion. Social Jew, <laughs> But no, for real. I'm for sorry. Real. Couldn't pass that one up. Go ahead. You're an asshole. For real. There... Judaism is a religion, and there mm-hmm. are a lot of people who are very observant about Judaism as a religion. Mm-hmm. And then there is probably a stronger majority of people that identify as Jewish, but are social Jews. And what I mean by that is, like, they're not, they don't keep kosher, yeah. right? They don't have two sets of plates in the house, right. one for meat, one for dairy. Oh, I didn't what, know that you know, that was a thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, God. Yeah, if you keep kosher, you've got your meat and your dairy can't touch. It's terrible. Two plates of, yeah, you have two different plates to to have. Okay. They don't don't go to temple during the Sabbath. They don't observe all the things of the Sabbath, which is not not working, which includes using electricity and different things like that um, during the Sabbath. Um, You know? And so, but, but they're still Jewish. They still do like the major celebrations. They still, you know, do the bar mitzvah, um, things like that. Sure. But, but it's more of a social, it's to be more with, with your family, with your friends and totally all of that. And, and it, I haven't made any, I haven't like hidden that that's what it is. Like, I mean, I'm not going to temple every, I know. every, you know what I mean? Like, but, but I, I think I wrote that important. down as just a reminder for you to, to ground us in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more important. so what it was. Like, and and also you know, just my I went to Hebrew school, but I dropped out because I don't have a brain for languages. Yeah. It's hard enough for me to remember to speak English. Well, that's appropriate because uh, what you just said, I think, is exactly why I wrote that down so I could get to this point, is to c- 
confirm with you and ask you if I'm off base in my reading on the movies that to me it was a little overkill and ridiculous how I mean number one how she's now Jewish from a DNA test but that, that you've already litigated that uh, how she's like going so like head first into that and it's like at one point it was like a struggle for her to be like but I love Christmas and like how can I do like these things together now and it was like I mean, that's what they felt the conflict easily, of yeah, yeah like but it's like relatively easily I mean we do it like, oh no I know but like know the fact that that was if I were to make a list of the top five dramatic or conflict inducing things about the movie that'd be like number four yeah and that's like absurd <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? Because then from there, she like they just teach her a song. She makes potato pancakes, and it's fine. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: you and I have been together for a long time. Mm-hmm. I hope this leads into the next thing I was going to say. And you know, there there are some parts of Judaism that I I do follow, and you know, we we light the candles for Hanukkah. We say the prayers. Um, one of the things that's kind of like an offshoot of Judaism is is the Kabbalah, mm-hmm. um, and the, and the red string. So yeah. so we all wear red strings. You, me, Jillian, my my parents, my aunt, my grandmother. We all wear red strings, and it's you know more so to absorb the negative energy, right? Like that's that's the thought behind it. That's mm-hmm. why I wear it. It's like a protection thing. And when you put it on, you're supposed to say a prayer, right? How many times would you say? You have put the string on on me and said the prayer, right? Because I try to get my mom to do it more. A couple dozen, maybe. Yeah, a couple dozen. Yeah. Like 24 times you've, you've had to say the prayer. Yeah. Okay. Could you... You want to recite the prayer with me right now? You want me to pull it up? And, and you want to <clears throat> read the prayer? Quote, unquote. In her defense, I don't know this song after 16 years. <laughs> Uh, well, ben Parat Yosef, Ben Parat Alei, Yasim. That's no, close, right? I got the it, I got the first is, part it right. It is close. But I'm that's actually, more than you thought I was going to get. It is way more than I thought you were mm. going to get. And your pronunciation is a little bit better. Fuck it, Job! That's not a person or a thing. Is that right? Job is one of the books of the Bible. It is a person. Is he a Jew in the Bible? I... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like they try to uh, Ben Savage tries to teach her the uh, the Hanukkah prayer. So so and because she wants to get it right for the final night. And in my defense, and I'm like, like, I don't know. When my family lights the candles for Hanukkah, we don't sing. We we do just a prayer. Mm -hmm. And you like fucking Wade Wilson through it, or no, you Barry Allen through it. Well, right. I don't. Right, but um, Passover is more so when my family sings. We sing the four questions mm-hmm. and everything all in Hebrew, but yeah. So so let's go ahead let's read this. Oh, so no, you were doing this. the red string one, but this is the Hanukkah prayer. Let's see if you could do this. <laughs> this is how much I love you. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu. You're saying it way too fast. See, so that's why I speak through it because you do. No, when have you ever heard me say this out loud? I never do. I let you do it. All right, it's so the first go time on. I'm saying this out loud. Okay, go on. Exclusive. <laughs> the, the new Mary got Mary, Mary got movies. The new Mary movies Jewish joint. Barukata Anat. Oh, fuck. This should count. This this is a there's a weird like subset of our fans that just love me. That love no 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 don't 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 help me that love 
hearing me read foreign things. This is yeah. great. Baruch Atai Adonai Eloheinu Malek Halom Asher Kiddishanu Bafa Mitzvatava Ben Here's where I'm fuck up when I got like a V and then a Bavitz Matav Vitzivanu Ilheldilk Nilshur Hanukkah Lahadlik Lahadlik Ooh Nair Lahadlik Nair Shell Hanukkah Very good You can do the the four questions at Passover Yeah you will You're gonna do it I just want to, before we get into performances, finally, I just have to talk about how much the end of the movie, the, the bookend part between the last little bullshit conflict of him leaving and, of course, coming back pissed me off. The last night of Hanukkah, we've been fretting for literally 10 or 15 minutes while people are getting people for gifts. She gets everybody. This bitch. She buys her family. She gets she them buy fucking me. front row Cavs tickets. I'll be in she her family. Gets assigned baseball from uh fucking I was Ernie Banks, I think. Sure, I don't know who that is. Like all like this like like priceless menorah because the mom has a menorah uh, uh, dreidel. dreidel, sorry, a dreidel collection. They get her framed photos. So you wonder why mm-hmm. during Christmas. Mm-hmm. I've always said. Mm-hmm. I'm a bad gift giver. <laughs> no, you're great in comparison. This is why. This what this is like an allegory for Here's literally probably approaching the, six figures worth of gifts. And here's a here is an eight by ten of Giorgio in a military uniform. Yeah. And a phone number on a piece of paper. Granted, yeah, yeah. Talking to your dad for the first time in your life. Sure, that you know, priceless, as Visa would say. But, um, I mean, I, I kind of want to go see the Cavs court side. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But, uh, but yeah, but like that's, that's just a thing, right? It's like, it's real difficult. And also, how do they get away with just doing gifts on one night? Well, didn't we, we saw another night earlier, like the first night she kind of comes over and the kids are there. They say like, oh, it's, you know, this night of Hanukkah. I wonder what you guys are going to get. So like they were oh, yeah, giving the kids the gifts, gifts and stuff. Yeah. 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 I think the parents just did it like the last night, but, um. So then Ben Savage comes back and like, you know, like, oh, I'm staying and I have, they're getting me a place and they go to her Christmas Eve dinner. And she's so happy. And here's the thing that drove me nuts is it ends up that like uh, the they kiss like maybe like two or three times. But it's Hallmark, right? So like every time they do it, the camera angle like cuts or changes and like you don't really get to see it. I'm like, like how do you fucking think all these people are here? Like... Just show it. Come on, give us a little fucking love light Hanukkah tongue. Like I've been sitting this for eighty minutes, you know. That's a weird. At the very least, she a had a, at least very least she had like a little cleavage at the end. I was like, just give me something for crying that's, out loud. These are some weird grievances to have with this movie. <laughs> these are is at the bottom of the list. I've been fifty four minutes of grievances. You gotta give me this. Come on. Um, let's get into performances. Where do you want to start? I only have one MVP written down. I think the MVP is actually easy. I don't care. And it's, I give the MVP to this person just for one moment and scene in the movie. Because I think it's the only bit in the movie that kind of works and makes sense from an acting perspective. My MVP would be Mary Lou Henner. Because I think she does a solid enough job in the moment when Christina is telling the story of like 
her background about like of reacting, of getting adopted, and like the timing frame of it all when she realizes that this is the the girl that she gave up for adoption. It's the only bit of subtle acting in the movie. Yeah, because she like she leaves the scene and like kind of comes back and then tells like the story behind it in painstakingly expositiony dialogue, and also she can convincingly cry. Everyone else in the movie that cries, it's just like it feels like the tears are in their eyes. 45 seconds before they're actually crying already. Yes. And Mary Lou Henner can turn on. Because Mary Lou Henner the, is the, also the best actress, like, just on paper in the whole movie. Yeah. The scene that I liked um, that she did was when um, what's-her-face was going to call her dad and, like, wanted... Oh, and they're just, like, standing outside yeah, with the angel yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just the way that she approached it and she was like, oh, well, I'm I'm here. I'm here... You know, like, I, I yeah, I, I appreciated just, it. I think it was the least grading and the least... She seemed to understand the assignment the best. Yeah. In terms of she didn't overdo it. She wasn't great in most everything else. Sure. But, but she was working with the material that she's really right, given exactly. at that point. She's totally used to fucking agree. being on taxi and fucking uh, yeah. evening shade and things like that. So that, that was the only person I wrote down. For MVP. I don't think anybody else qualifies. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Mary Lou Henner, the MVP of uh, Love Lights Hanukkah. LVP. I got a list. I will say, I'm not giving it to either of the two leads. I I don't like... I disagree. I don't like either one of their performances. I feel like there are a couple smaller performances that are much more egregious. Um, But Christina, Mia Kirshner... Well, which one do you disagree on? Who would you pick? I didn't like any of them. I didn't like any either. I I am was just shocked at how bad Ben Savage is in this movie. Like he's very bad. He's, again, he's not my vote. But just he he's just he was just stiff, like cardboard. Oh, so stiff. And when he's trying to do all the different languages, when, it's just I don't want to hear him. speak. Speaking English, let alone. He is, in real life, a Jew. And in this movie, you couldn't convince me that he knew what he was talking about in any moment. Yeah. Like, when he was trying to explain to her the prayer, to explain the dreidel, and... and The menorah. He did a better job being bad at knowing food than being, (laughs) being, you know, knowledgeable about Judaism. Um... So we, we may back into him being this the more we talk about it. She was just I didn't air. never knew his real name was Bennett. Oh, I didn't know either. We should give it to him just for that. <laughs> uh, so here are the other three I wrote down. I have Giorgio on the list, and the only reason I had was just his name again in capital letters. That's what I just wrote. Giorgio, parentheses, Giorgio! Because it was, it, was, it was so bad. It was, it's two scenes, two phone calls. They obviously filmed them within 60 minutes of one another. And he and didn't move like, the oh, table. I'm so happy. It, it's Like, nah, man. What would you do? If your son was at home, crying all alone no. on the bedroom floor, and he's hungry, no, and he real. picks up the phone, and he you calls do? you and tells you that you are his dad. What, what would you do uh-huh. if you got a phone call? Mm-hmm. And someone's like, look. Don't throw Almost a name out there. 20 years ago. <laughs> right? Because, yeah. Because it's feasible that we could have an 18-year-old kid somewhere. Right? 
Because we're almost 37. Very highly unlikely, but... Sure, but based on our age. Like, it's not like yeah. we're 20 and then we have an 18-year-old. Like, we're almost 37. Yeah. There, so there, there is, could be, like, a grown yeah. person, It is right? one in 10 billion, but... Uh, well, that's how many people there are in the uh, world, almost. They so. called me and were like, I'm I'm their father. What yeah, would yeah, I do? Yeah, yeah, Pizza house! <laughs> that motherfucker up. <laughs> nope, not mine. <laughs> But I, I don't know no insert name here. But for real. <laughs> what would I do? Yeah, like, like, how would you would you react like Giorgio and be like, oh, my God, it's a miracle? I'd or... be like, cool, man, you want to go to Applebee's? <laughs> do you want to get some grub? I don't know. I have a different perspective on it. I, I think we both do from our legitimate. Well, I mean, I would know if I had another child. Yeah, our legitimate familial. Well, I meant, like, I didn't look at it from a child perspective. I was talking about it from family. We both have biological sides of the family that are non-existent that yes. we've had to deal with in our lives. So sure. I've had a similar situation come about that ultimately led to nothing. Um, so I'm, I'm like, fine, like whatever. Like I, I would, I would be, I'd be fine with it as long as they're not a fucking asshole. Um, it, I would, but I'm like, it. what if we had to like raise it? Another child. Well, they, if they're 18, then, <laughs> then, then if they're on their own, I would have to do anything. Like you would again, you want to go have some food? Okay, cool. Not good to know you're there. They hit me up when you die so I can, you know, get some money just in case. I don't know. No, like this would be your child, not like your parent. Yeah, if 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 they pass and they want anybody else. God forbid. <laughs> I'm not taking this seriously. I can tell. Uh Giorgio is one. Um it was it's so inconsequential it can't be, but Fucking the creepy little bad acting kid Max. Man, he was terrible. He was so bad. Ooh. Yeah, he's had that like that goon ugh. face. My actual vote is the actress that played Becky. She to me was like the epitome of every line delivery was just you it's just an actor acting. It was the most awful grading delivery. You could ask for in terms of making me believe I'm watching an actual story and not yeah. just a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. She was terrible to me. Um, that being said, if you had a vote, who would you name? Hmm? Who would you pick? All of them. If you had to, you had to do just one. Because after talking about it, I kind of do think it is Ben Savage. Because like. I don't like. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw this on the shelf, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna suck." But I'm interested in what Ben Savage has got going on in 2021. You know, I think that, and he shit the bed so hard in this. Had it been someone who was more charismatic and not quite so stiff, I think it could have saved a lot of the chemistry problems. Could have saved a lot of. She seems to like try in some of those scenes. And he's just not getting it. He he's just ten year old Corey Matthews still sitting at a desk, you know, making jokes to try to get Topanga's attention. Like Oh, Topanga. Add her to my list just in case she's not on my list. Topanga? Topanga's on everybody's list. Okay. What about Sean is on your list? No. Ryder Strong? N- no. From name alone. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're making it Ben Savage. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to go. I, I think it is too. It's 
his value immediately went away from the moment he opened his mouth. (laughs) And it just never stopped. Uh, So whoever this Becky lady is got off the fucking hook. Because I was dead set on her. The brother also wasn't great. Uh, the fr- we already talked about the the, the friend. Um, she was fine, you know. The, all those scenes with the friend and Christina are just like the shopping. There's oh, always sh- we're shopping. Oh, we're shopping again. Shopping or t- like it's just like just in case the audience is so fucking stupid yeah. because they're watching a Hallmark Channel movie. Let's take the next four minutes and just recap everything that's happened in these people's lives that we just saw happen with these two catching each other up on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. God, I can't believe it. I'm so sorry we, I bought so many of these things. Thinking yeah, it was going to be funny. Yeah, fucking fault. Because there's a big difference between fucking Brian Dennehy just throwing fucking pancakes everywhere <laughs> and a Very Merry Toy Store in like this. And I'm honest to God, much more worried about Deck the Heart next week than this. Because this, at least, we were able to talk and it's something different because it's Hanukkah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That... I don't know what the fuck that is. I got it because of the pun. <laughs> so that could I be. Hate you. Oh god, I almost threw up everywhere. <laughs> oh, I almost ate those turkey burgers again. They were delicious, my kid. By the way. You, be- you better take some tums when you go upstairs. Oh, one hundred percent. I almost, I almost puked the tums out. Anything else on Love Lights Hanukkah? No. Hallmark. Absolutely not. Hallmark. Fuck you. Yeah, especially, like, they sandwiched it so much by Christmas. Because, like you said, like, they still ended, like, with a Christmas well, Eve dinner. and it... they, Some executive probably gave them a quota. <laughs> it's like, look, we're doing Love Lights Hanukkah. All right, the title's in the movie alone. That's five minutes right there. Yeah. So you got another ten minutes of Jewish stuff. Because it was a good solid, like, 40 minutes before I even heard anything that sounded, like, Jewish. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and at that point, there was no drama or uh, or anything left in the movie. Uh, yeah, this, I don't remember what, I think I remember what I gave a Very Merry Toy Store. And I'm going to give this a very similar uh, score. I'm giving this a two. Yeah, I'm also giving it a two. Because I can't go any lower than a two because, like we said at the top, there's, it, it there's not necessarily anything technically right, wrong right. with it. The music and the and the and the, the production yeah. of it all, like you know, it's a movie. They did. They got a movie done, but there's no fucking meat on this bone at all, and they suck the audience dry for eighty five fucking minutes, and it's it's painful. So it's a two. You said the same thing, Yeah, right? I said the same. Okay. Two for Love Lights Hanukkah. It is... I mean, that was really a beautiful menorah that she got as a gift. Sure, half point for the menorah and half point for Mary Lou Henner for 30 seconds. Uh, next week, the aforementioned Deck the Heart, and then we're done with the holiday movies, and we only got two more movies this year. Your birthday movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and we're ending the year with Fast X, and then we are just four weeks away from the 2023 Mullet Awards. Are you ready? I'm no, ready. I'm not. Oh, I'm going to whoop your ass again this year. It's going to be great. Yeah, well. And then we're going to start uh, 2024 uh, hot with Oppenheimer, the Top Gun franchise, Won't You Be My Neighbor, and Fruitvale Station, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's going to be our best year ever. I, I fear what I will have to nominate just <sighs> to rectify... 
what our normal I'm gonna have to nominate like the two worst movies I can find. <laughs> because Too late. We've already watched them <laughs> for the fucking podcast. Um just a course correct us for where twenty twenty four is gonna go. But that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Mary Movies. We encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're going to um, patreon.com slash arcade audio for bonus content and those long-standing promises to Neil Breen recordings are coming. Maybe I'll get a chance when you're out of town for Hanukkah to get some of those done while I'm wrapping presents, but I doubt it because I got like seven more hours of fucking poker to watch. You um, don't have to watch I the poker. I have to. I already took one of the videos down and I, I'm scared I'm not going to get to relive the greatest era in poker. Uh... <laughs> At Mary W Movies on Twitter, MaryMovies no at gmail.com. That's the thing of the show. Uh, Facebook.com slash MaryMovies. And for me, at your host, Moat38 on Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. I'd also encourage everybody to, uh, if you're not still subscribed to Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment, uh, we are having our Christmas uh, quarterly uh, game episode coming out here uh, from when you're hearing this, uh, probably later on in the week or next week. And that'll be our last episode until January's uh, Rumble Royal Rumble Pick'em podcast. So uh, give that a listen if wrestling is your thing, and that's where you know me from. Anything else? No. No, I think we covered it all. Happy Hanukkah, Samantha. Happy Hanukkah, Christopher. We don't get each other Hanukkah presents. No. Where are my fucking quartzite seats of the, the, the calves yeah, up and your ass. Ernie Banks signed balls? That, up your ass. You probably put that dreidel up my ass. I'm sure you're gonna try when I'm not here. Hope you don't make it. Whoa! Hey, now! Whoa! You got this place bugged? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. For mullet. <laughs> this is mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I hope there is some kind of weird Jewish porn out there where they shove a dreidel up a guy's ass and he shoots it out and it spins and they still have to follow. <laughs> is that guilt? Non wrapped. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.